Welcome to Inside Amusements, your number one podcast about yesterday, today, and tomorrow's amusements. With your hosts, Brian, Chris, and Eric. I'm Joe, the producer, and this is All the World's a Stage with special guest, Dustin Ferris. And now, here's Brian. Thanks, Joe. Uh, unfortunately, today we start the news out on a down note. Um, looks like we've lost one of our great actors, uh, James Kahn. Um, news came out earlier today that he passed away at age 82. Uh, you may remember him from the Godfather movies and uh, the cult classic Elf. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, we lost lost Mr. Kahn today. Um, you know, go out and watch some of his movies. And uh, reminisce a little bit today and uh, put his family in your thoughts. Yep. Very sad. All right. And moving on to the last article in the news today, uh, we have found out that two roller coasters are opening up this month, which would be the first one that we learned about was, is Dr. Diabolical's cliffhanger at, is that Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, I believe, or over Texas, one of the two Texas parks. I I, I had it here and I lost it, but um, that's opening on July 30th. And then this Saturday in two days, as of this recording, Glenwood Caverns were, will open defiance their Gerslauer infinity coaster, which looks awesome. So um, yeah, that's the coaster news. So um, yeah, that's all for this trip around the carousel. <laughs> Our guest on this episode of Inside Amusements uh, began working at Kings Island Amusement Park in 2009. Uh, he's performed in more than 25 shows, including Off the Charts, uh, Hollywood Nights, and currently as the maestro in Kings Island's Phantom Theater. Please welcome to the show, Dustin Ferris. Hi, guys. How are you? Good, Dustin. Thanks so much for being here. No, you're very welcome. Glad to be here. Yeah, Dustin, we are super excited to have you on. We are all fans, uh, grew up with you know the Phantom Theater ride, and we're so happy that they're doing something for the 50th anniversary. And it's just so cool that you know you get to be up there. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that uh, tonight. But I am, uh, I'm interested, when did you get started performing? What kind of got you in that industry? And you know, what was some of your first experiences being on the stage? Well, it's going to sound pretty cliche, but it's pretty much since birth. Like as soon as I was exposed to like movie musicals or Disney or anything like that, I got really into like singing and performing. And then I basically just found myself in all those groups and things like that throughout school. And then I eventually went to college for vocal performance and musical theater. And that kind of just propelled me into the career. That's so awesome, man. Dustin, I'm kind of curious, like what's can you mention like what's some of the favorite like your favorite shows that you've performed throughout the years? Hollywood Nights would definitely be on male characters in the show. And so every show was different. We did it like five times a day and I had to be someone else every time I did it. But that was incredibly fun to always have it feel fresh and got, I got to sing, you know, every solo. So that was like an opportunity I didn't like, didn't want to pass up. Um, off the charts is another great one. We did it for probably, I think, four years in a row, four summers. 
but those are full songs with like a live band. So that was a whole new sort of entertainment that Kings Island offered all of a sudden. So that was another wonderful opportunity. And it was super fun to perform outside. I really like that atmosphere, especially with like the fountains behind you and the Eiffel Tower in front of you. It just had like a, a really great energy. Yeah, that's such a great spot there, the bandstand at the uh, yeah. at the park. Now, um, awesome. can you tell us uh, how much how much preparation time do you get for each show? Like, since you're doing all these different shows, I mean, how much time they give you to prepare for all that? Well, normally at Kings Island, it's only you know roughly about a week and a half before you move into tech. So these are like thirty minute variety shows, so you get a week and a half to actually learn it and perform and you'll probably get only like five runs in before you have to add costumes and lights and sound and all of that extra stuff that has to get put. But then that's an additional week where they run all the technical side of things. And going like off of that question, what's the audition process like for each of these shows? Well, um, yeah, when we started, so basically they have like sections where they audition for Haunt and Winterfest, and then they have a different one where they audition for the summer shows. Um, so basically it's just like a cattle call. You pick your day, you come in and you sign up, and then you just wait your turn. Uh, you get to perform one song in front of the music director, the head of the entertainment department, and the uh, head choreographer. And that's all videotaped so they can review later. And then they do like a group dance call where they'll teach everyone the dance all together. And then they'll take them in like groups of four or groups of six. And then they'll each perform those. And again, videotape that so they can review it and pick their choices. The song that you, uh, that you audition with Dustin, is it, is it a, a pre-selected song that has to do with that show or is it just something that you choose? So normally we don't get any information about what the show's going to look like or what shows they're even having at the park that season. Um, so you pick, uh, you most of the time you bring in like two choices and then it's like a slow and fast song and normally they're pop based rock based um, and you'll just do one or both of them if they ask and then move right in did you um yeah I, I just kind of thinking about this a little bit did, it, it, do you have like two of the songs that you typically would use for any sort of audition like two of your kind of favorite that you feel like is really in your wheelhouse uh, no, not really. I've always been terrible at auditioning. I, I make poor choices and I pick a song that I've never learned before. And I always go in there and I get really nervous about it every time. It's, it's kind of silly, even though I've been doing it for so long, i still get so nervous in front of them. Even though I know Kevin personally too, the head of the entertainment department. So mm. yeah, I don't have any particular song I pick, but Mm-hmm. He always makes me sing something from the show later anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you tell us what songs you uh, auditioned for this past summer? Or this summer, I should say? Now, actually, I was asked to be in the Phantom Theater. Um, I had told Kevin that I didn't want to do summers anymore. Just because of the rigorous schedule. It's like six days a week, right in the middle of the day. Like, yeah, You really don't have time to enjoy summertime when you're working at Kings Island all that time. Um, but then he offered me the Phantom and it was like the Phantom theater ride was definitely one of my favorite rides when I was a little kid. (laughs) 
I've never been like a roller coaster guy myself. So I was the, I was the one that was like, let's go sit in the air conditioner and watch this cool theater ride. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and we did it over and over and over when I was a little kid. Um, but he was like, the show's based off that and we want you to play the maestro. We don't really know how it's going to be built yet, but we're having this guy from uh, Knott's Berry farm in California. He designed the whole show with like a team and, um, he was like, I just really think you'd be good for it. And then when, as we started learning it, it's a very like vaudevillian musical theater style show that's kind of a mockumentary on musicals. So it's really silly. It's really out there. And I was like, this is great. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I, he kind of, and I didn't have to do the parade. So it kind of was like, fine, <laughs> I will come back again. <laughs> like, I was like, I will do it. Now speaking well, of the ma- the maestro, now you're one of two or three maestros in that show. So we have one male swing, um, and he plays every part. Um, so there's only me and him that will play the maestro role, but okay. he also does you know all the other male parts in the show. Now, quick question: while we're while we're on that show, is how did you, how do you prepare to be maestro? So my acting um, sort of, I know, idea is that I'm very organic. I try to make, I create the environment. So like, is it cold? Is it hot? How do I stand? How do I view other characters? And then as soon as I create that shell of who the maestro is, I try to just go out there and be that person. So basically I use like the fog and the music and the other characters. And I try to just feed off of that energy and it happens. So in the very beginning of the show, the organ is covered with like a tarp and I'm behind it waiting for the cue to turn around and start the show. Um, and in that moment is when I'm trying to like really focus and take that beat before like what's in the poster of the maestro. He has that giant grin where all of his teeth are showing and his like high cheekbones and the crazy hair. So I try to create that face and that body right before we start the show so that I can like get into it and move the story along that way. That's really cool, man. I got to tell you. So I was there uh, for the, the preview of the show the day before it opened. And uh, that I know, I know exactly mm-hmm. that cue you're talking about, of course, but it, man, I just, I got goosebumps. It was so exciting to see <laughs> the maestro turning around on that organ uh, with the ghost sort of thing going up and everything. So I don't want to give it away for those who haven't seen it yet. The show is still running it uh, through August at Kings Island, but um, man, but how amazing that must've felt for you, right? The first time uh, that happened. I mean, I would imagine that was a cool. Yeah. Thing. And as when the pictures came out, it was, it's really awesome to see that whole thing brought to life. Like, I, you know, sometimes when you just paint it up and in a costume, you don't really like, connect with it as well but then when you get a chance to step back and see it actually mm-hmm. and it all works like i was like this is great i, I am yeah. very proud of the work that the cast and i have put together and it's really great yeah it is a great great show man yeah it's it's pretty cool when you when you get to hear the maestro again um how long did it take you to kind of really develop the maestro voice So again, we didn't get any information on like how the show was going to look or what it was going to be truly like the through line. Um, So the only thing I had to work on before we actually started rehearsals was the voice. And I went to old videos basically on YouTube of going through the ride and listening to him. 
because one of my favorite parts of the ride was, and this is silly, standing in line. Because we used yeah. to stand in the front of the line waiting to get on the oh, gondola. Yeah. And he, the maestro was up on the top, like laughing at you and telling you how scared you were going to be and all that stuff. And that's, as soon as I heard that voice, that's when I was like, okay, so this is what I, I definitely wanted to be like traditional to that. Um, the swing actually chose his own character voice and it works just as well because it's basically comedy, you know, but I, I wanted to be as close to his voice as possible. And truly it came to life in rehearsals. Like that's when, when I finally got to like walk it out and say it with the other characters and like bounce it back and forth with the director and stuff like that. Have you, um, just out of curiosity, have you had any introduction to, uh, to Rick Bastrop? Um, you know, for the, I, Chris, help me out here. Rick is yeah, the, Rick is the one who designed the ride with R and R creative. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to be in town. They just said that was it today. They were, I think they said they, they released it on Kings Island's Facebook page. Mm-hmm. He'll be at this show, the last showing on the 13th to, to answer questions. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. A Q&A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. the one that created the, the original ride. Yeah, so we didn't get to personally meet him, but we do have that museum in the front of the theater where um, we got to see his model and where he had built and planned all the whole ride. And he actually does the voiceover for the end where he tells the audience to exit through the boiler rooms and like take your children with you, like spooky things like that. Yeah, I did not know that. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Nice nice little nugget there. (laughs) Dustin, you've talked about... uh, (laughs) getting into getting into character and how you created that character how long does it take when you're there to get into the makeup and the costume like what's the prep time prior to the shows so when we first get there that's probably the longest amount that's a full hour so you have to set your props and everything first get into like the amount of costume you're going into makeup with and then the makeup itself can take anywhere from like 15 to 30 minutes. Okay. Um, I get like a latex, ma- like extensive airbrush. and la- So I would give it like a full hour just before the first show. But then we also, after every show, have to get touch-ups and mm-hmm. basically reset everything for the next one. What do you guys do in the in your downtime between shows? I'm just like curious. Like, is there a green room? You guys just hang out. You get to ride a couple rides, walk around. <laughs> yeah. So we're not allowed to ride rides on the clock, but you definitely can <laughs> before or after you clock in. Um, That's awesome. We yeah, we only get about like 15 minutes between shows once we start, and so okay. basically we just hang out with the cast, which has been really great. Like it it really is a nice cast to work with. Um, no drama, <laughs> which is. I guess antithetical, but I can't um, imagine being outside with that kind of makeup on anyways. That, that's what I, uh, yeah, the employee <laughs> eatery is like all the way across the park. So I don't go, I pack my lunch. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's too hot, too hot. Yeah. <laughs> I was always curious of what it's like in the green room or in the, the back section of that theater. You just uh, see a whole bunch of blue ghosts sitting there chatting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Um, so yeah, you, you had mentioned that you don't, you didn't, you're, you're not really a coaster person. I mean, are, are there rides that you do like any of the, any rides at Kings Island or any other amusement parks that you enjoy or. So I did always love the adventure express. That's probably like the coaster that I will continue to go on. Um, but 
this is going to sound weird. My favorite ride was always the Eiffel Tower. I really like heights and it's really a beautiful view up there. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I really it's like that choice. One. It's a good choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous up there. They got lots of land. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice. Any other hobbies outside of like performing? I play a lot of video games. I play mostly like empire building games or Skyrim, uh, Elder Scrolls online, things like that. But yeah, I'm pretty much a video gamer. Nice. But that's, nice. that's my, that's my hobbies. <laughs> Brian and Brian and Chris are the, the, the gamers yeah. on this podcast here. So. Yeah. We, we, we play call of duty a couple of nights a week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so Dustin, where do you see yourself within the next five years? So in between shows and things like that, I found a job working as a receptionist at a salon and that kind of like catapulted into management and hospitality and health and wellness and things like that. So I've been working as a salon manager for about 10 years now, along with Kings Island and any other extracurricular things that I've been doing. And so right now I'm in the process of seeing where that's going to further I'm thinking maybe I would like to break into like the hotel industry to see what that side of hospitality looks like. Um, something like that. But five years from now, I just hope that, you know, I'm financially well, healthy. I'm kind of content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go ahead and ask our oddball question that we like to ask our guests. Um, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars all the way. I'm basically super into the force. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The force (laughs) sets Star Trek right under it. I really do like Star Trek a lot. My favorite is Voyager that whole season, but, um, Star Wars all the way. Nice. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. We like Star Wars also. Yeah. Most of us. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Chris. I can't say that I don't, I, I can't say that I don't like it. I've just never seen all of them. Yeah. I mean, and they're endless at this point. Disney keeps pumping them out. <laughs> yeah. Dustin, I'm curious, man. What happens if, you know, I always wanted to ask a performer that, that's up on stage. What happens if you forget your line during now, the show? I have this toxic trait where I look at the other performers as if it is their fault. <laughs> and then they that's start also a drummer out. move. <laughs> yeah, that's what three of us st- are drummers. We're in bands, and I can tell you that's also a drummer move. There, <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And the audience always thinks it's their fault. It it makes me laugh afterwards, but then I hopefully have enough time to figure something out to move it along. <laughs> I a little time. That's great. What a great tactic. <laughs> can you um? Are you allowed? Can you do the maestro's voice for us real quick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 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 what have we? It is I, the maestro, headline, and star. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Woo. it. Yes. That was awesome. Oh, my gosh. So good. Chills. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. We're geeking out. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly got a little scared there for a second. What's next for you? 
So I actually have been offered the Halloween segment and Christmas. Um, I would say that Christmas is probably my favorite Kings Island performance gig. Uh, I'm a big fan of the holiday anyway. So to come to work and it be like decked out to the nines with everything Christmas everywhere, like that is great. Um, but I'm not sure yet. I, I think I'll just go back to the salon for a minute and see if I want to take the Halloween gig. I think they're going to do Monster Rock again this year which I've been doing for seven years now, seven seasons. Um, so I'm not sure I want to jump right back into that, but it is a good mm. time. So we'll see. You kind of already mentioned it, Dustin, but we always ask our guests. Um, you mentioned Adventure Express. You mentioned Eiffel Tower. Kind of our last question, right? Mm. What are some of your favorite rides at Kings Island? Maybe besides those two, do you have any others? Uh, I really like Delirium. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. I like Windseeker a lot. I could take naps on uh Windseeker. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what, really it's a nice, it. easy ride. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, Hey Dustin, thanks so much again for joining us, man. We really do appreciate it. It's been such a treat to have you on this episode and, uh, it's been so awesome to connect with you and get to know you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's really great to be here. Yeah, man. And uh, for everybody else, hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Inside Amusements. Visit us at InsideAmusements.com. Follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share with your friends, and we will see you in the next one.